0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.
1: Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends.
2: You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm
1: Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro.
2: Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by
3: you so
0: freaking bad wrestle me welcome everybody to the juice pro wrestling episode 131 november coming fire
3: november coming fire all right first of all i have to say thank you to everybody out there who watched and listened and downloaded to episode 130 with pco it was a fucking awesome episode it was one of my personal favorites um Got a lot of positive feedback on that one. I thought it was great, so I'm glad to see there's other like-minded individuals out there who thought the same, who had the same individual thought patterns, if you wheel. And that kind of leads into uh, a little more ROH shit I got going on tonight for you guys, for Shretton, for Bodhi, for everybody out there watching and listening. And if you're watching on YouTube, I hope you're hitting that like and subscribe button and dinging that little fucking bell so you can get notified every time we come out with something sweet for the soul. Anyways, Ring of Honor just completed the finals of their ROH Pure Tournament. They crowned the new ROH Pure Champion, which hasn't been done in over a decade. They haven't had this belt, and they brought it back. Uh, If you checked out last week's episode, then you know what we're talking about. Uh, You can go and watch it for free on Fight TV. Get the app. Check it out. Anyways, a guy who I think we all thought was going to win, the
0: octopus, the guy who likes to stretch him like Stu Hart did. Jonathan Gresham is your new spoiler alert ROH Pure Champion.
4: Bodie, what's your thoughts on it? Good call, definitely a good call. I like John Gresham. John Gresham, right, great, a great. Solid so what's your thoughts on it?
1: I like him too. <laughs> I'm but totally another joking. thing, I'm
4: totally joking. Go back to Bodie. Fuck you, sir. fucking right. penis <laughs> No, I gonna do it to me too. He was. I, was. I was. I was waiting for it, and then he was going to come back to me, and then back to you. Anyways, okay. might come. No, back. dude. Oh. Like I said, I think it's a great call. He's a He's a perfect choice for it. When I saw who was all in it, I was going with Gresham. Money was you knew, on him,
3: right? You kind of knew where yeah. the ball was going with that. You one, saw I mean. where the money
4: bags were going. It was yeah. going towards Gresham. Put the ball in his court. Let him get that title. Let him, uh, let him kick some ass with it. I think it's well deserved. Yeah. Build some fucking prestige. I mean, mm-hmm. and have him hold it for a while. You know, don't let it be this three month, four month thing. Let him hold it for like you know a year, or maybe a little bit longer. You know, why not build it up? Like, this dude's had it for a year, year and a Fill half. Me
2: up, love.
4: You know what I'm talking about. Every I think day. of all the artists that Justin
1: is saying in the 300 plus hours of podcasting we have, JPW. he's saying Dave Matthews the most. Just keep that in mind, audience.
3: Yep. This guy's full of shit. Truth. Shut up, you fucking stupid idiot. One of the best,
1: <laughs> one of the best pure wrestling matches I've seen since I got into this whole shit with the resurgence of uh, since I met YouTube boners was uh Warrior Wrestling Daga um Jonathan oh Gresham match. And it got something happened at the end. I don't remember what happened. They had to cut it short, but um going with the quarantine stuff, these pure wrestling matches are sort of perfect because you can hear Everything they do, and it feels like an old timey, old school 1800s wrestling match, minus the
3: Vaseline and really blatant homo. Lance, you obviously gay, you tried to oil me <laughs> up, and that just ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Not, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Gresham is pretty awesome, uh, pure wrestler. I'm, I'm glad that sure. uh, that he won. That's my take.
3: I, I haven't watched it, pure. I plan on so. Oh, so some more. News coming out of the ROH camp. It was announced on Halloween that one very nice, one very evil, Dan Housen, has officially been signed by Ring of Honor now. Um, I'll give my hot take on this real quick. I think it's an awesome signing. As much as I do like Dan Housen, I I kind of... I'm wondering where it's going to go in, in Ring of Honor. You know, um, I... I you might group him with the wrestlers, a certain group of wrestlers, much like Orange Cassidy. Um, and not to say that he can't, Dan Housen can't go in the ring. I mean, he can. I've really enjoyed the matches I've seen in person and things I've seen on television. But I think, I mean, that's kind of where the comedic value wrestlers, like where the value in these comedic performers kind of differs a little, where you get Orange Cassidy, who everybody thought was a big just nonsense bullshit fucking character and he's shown big time against legends like Chris Jericho that he can go and he really can um so my only thing is is I think Danhausen and people you may not like my opinion on this but great that's why I have one because you may not like it and you may agree um it it's going to be a little weird to see what happens in ROH I, I think Dan Housen was really suited for the indies um just because there's a lot more freedom to do what you want to do there in not that you can avoid criticism or anything like that you i'm just that i'm kind of i'm kind of curious to see the matchups um right away i'm thinking you know uh who, who's the guy bodi the uh who what's his name vinny
4: the horror king oh yeah um vinny testaverde no uh <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> <Eddie Barbarino. laughs> there yeah, you yeah. go yeah oh i fucking forgot
3: his I, name i anyways. don't know it must've went down could, with that last gulp of passion fruit. I True. think I, was right. I lost the passion. Go figure. <laughs> Is Anyways. there
1: a promotion that could cater to the fact that he's uh he's a good wrestler in the ring, but he's a promo guy. Like his promo voice. Okay. That shit's good. fun.
3: He's good. He's more entertainment value, I think. And you know, some people out there might say he's just the fucking tequila spot. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. And I'm not, not going to do, because like I said, I'm, I'm thoroughly entertained. Anytime I see him, uh, whether it was at, you know, i see him live at Black Label and Freelance. I think it's fun as uh, hell. Yeah, he's super yeah. fun. I'm just, I'm kind of curious to see where ROH is going, you know, because with this whole pure tournament, and obviously they're going to have, uh, maybe they're trying to turn a more sports-centric, serious edge, but at the same time, it's wrestling. Anything's up in the air, you know. No We've said it. We did a whole fucking episode about comedy and wrestling. Um, I just, I, I want to see what stories develop with him. I'm very curious. I mean, I it's... See, yeah, I'm gonna speculate the spackle, no. my brother. I, <laughs> I'm I think it's good. I, it, I'm very, I'm very happy. For that even though he keeps ducking and diving and dodging and dipping the juice, you know. But that's just that's the only thing he's done wrong <laughs> no so far. No, he's in the juice.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what's going on so far with the uh, Marty Squirrel? Is anything going on? Does he has got some legal troubles or what's what's happening uh, with him? he's just, He's is,
3: he's done him and uh, yeah, Dan Maff, I just uh, read that they. Have severed ties. You know they were called out in the speaking out movement. Uh-huh. I don't know exactly what happened. I don't want to go down that
4: fucking uh, okay. dusty
3: road
1: again. And delirious
4: uh, is now booking. He's the head booker, like he was before. He was yeah. Help. And I sh- just it I right.
1: will. I will. Uh, I will shrink my rampant speculation and say it will be cool if Danhausen had a stable of cool promo stuff that he had his own stuff, and then PCO on the other side had a stable of his own. Monsters, now you're talking. and then together they have like kind of have like a rivalry for the next year, two years. On top of whatever the hell else Ring of Honor is doing, they could do that, which could be super fun. And if they start to build it right now, by Halloween,
4: ooh, it could be a really good. Oh, uh, look
1: at right talk about
4: long-term storytelling here. Long-term, dude. I'm this just is like, saying. St- this is writing for next WrestleMania during the.
1: Danhausen, in my opinion, has. <laughs> But because of his character and the way he talks and stuff, if he, he usually does like two to four minute bits, but if he was given more time, he could do some golden shit and he's been used to doing hours he's been doing, he's been used to doing these like interactions that are very fun and funny and cool, uh, PCO, same thing. He's been making these short films for the last year. And I don't know, man. It could be fun, and they could both go in the ring. And also, PCO, if they got in the ring, could possibly um, destroy, mur- Dan murder Danhausen. Dan that's
3: what
4: exactly exactly yeah. what I think so, would happen.
1: And he could. I mean, he could probably. Uh, I mean, that shit could be epic too. I, I think. I think Danhausen is a solid in-ring worker, right? But I think if he just had one awesome feud, it could take him to the next level as a performer in the ring. Yeah, you know, and maybe kind of wrestles with else. absolutely everybody. Right, right. I think uh, he needs a couple guys that are kind of his rivals.
3: I think something else that would be cool that Mitch. would go along with his character would be a <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit you are. Um, <laughs> Got him with his character because his character is supposedly uh, like the demon from The Exorcist, right? That's what his character is. Yeah. I think if with a lemon he possess people. You know what I'm saying? And or wrestlers. Oh. I would love to see something like that happen. Now, if you want to talk about like a group forming a, a stable, a stable boy, <laughs> um, that would be something awesome that they could work on and develop, you know, where he's possessing them. And maybe, I don't know if they're, I wouldn't say having to paint their face like them or anything. They, they could work out the kinks, but I think with that character and like who he's supposed to be, I think that's something that hasn't been tapped into yet with him. I think we can add another layer to his character maybe give them something more other than just the comedic shtick. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Cause I enjoy it. But like I said, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of like eh, up in arms about what, what ROH is going to do with him. Not that I'm, I don't think they'll do anything positive with him. It's just, it's kind of weird. Cause he's one of those guys that I just you mean man, negative. I, to be honest, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't really see him in like a big promotion. You know? I mean, sorry out there (laughs) everybody (laughs) like fuck you juice i know you buddy um i just didn't see it but i am happy for the guy because he's a Mm -hmm. nice guy and he's been busting his ass and he truly deserves it dude i mean content creation is key especially in this digital social media age and him and warhorse and guys like effie and zicky dice have been killing it so hey
4: good on you welcome to roh it'll be uh it'll be definitely interesting and uh just to follow your point look at happened with orange cassidy in in aew um when yeah. he first went to aew i was like what are they going to do with him where can he go and i think where he's at right now kind of showing off what he can do in the ring
3: mm-hmm.
4: and he's opening up you know another layer of his character i think it just adds to it and i'm hoping roh uh is the same with Danhausen. start peeling off layers as of a character this is who, how he was in the indies let's you know, open up another chapter and see what's next for him and what he can do. And I love the possessed idea. I think yeah, that would be bad. That's fucking
3: great. I, yeah. I like uh possessed seven churches, but Hey, that's another day, another time. Ooh, explore, that's dude. a good album. <laughs> Moving good. on. Hey, MLW, one of our favorite fucking promotions. We've had a ton of their superstars on, uh, the restart is coming this month, November 18th. You can watch it on uh YouTube. And I think that Saturday of that week, um, so the 18th, I believe is a Wednesday and they'll drop on YouTube and then whatever other streaming service or cable channel that they got. I mean, they did a lot of court. Bauer did a lot of shit as, as we've talked about on here, like in their, I'll call it their off season, the COVID season while they weren't doing anything. He was securing deals, TV rights. Uh, so you'll definitely see them in more places than they were. Um are really being. excited. If you guys follow MLW social media, I like the little cards they've been putting together. With uh you know the current roster and it's giving you details on them. They had even fucking had Kevin Von Eric on there, like the patriarch, you know, of oh. It was very fucking cool. Uh, so I'm super stoked to to get some new MLW, man. I don't know about you guys, but uh it dude, it's gonna I think it's gonna fucking blow people's minds with some of the new mm-hmm. talent that they haven't even divulged <laughs>
4: to anybody yet. Mm-hmm. Yep, I totally agree with you. I cannot wait. Um, MLW, well, I thought they were on a roll before the pandemic hit. And before they had mm-hmm. took a little break, and uh, I was I'm just as excited now as I as I was before when they went on the break, because uh, I can't wait to see what comes out of this. You know, the new new talent they're bringing in, and almost like a new start kind of yeah. Um, hashtag so to to the restart you know? <laughs> exactly. Hashtag the restart. So I think they're just gonna come out of the gate, you know, and just destroy like usual they put on great shows they have a great roster and um i can't wait to see what court and the boys are going to do
3: yeah i and i'm pumped for them to come back to chicago i might have been dreaming i thought Chicago-y. i saw somewhere where it's like <laughs> oh we're coming to chicago but it i think it was like just a street team or whatever they're trying to get people to join but uh man i miss those days at the uh and it wasn't that long ago i mean i'm trying to think did i hit one up this year no so they were supposed to come back i think this year sure. um to Cicero Stadium, and then all this shit happened, and it, it got pushed back and pushed mm-hmm. back, and then it didn't happen. I think it got pushed back once because of a uh, AEW running that weekend with a uh, yeah what was that Revolution or something like that. Um, so I'm I'm fucking super stoked. If you guys ain't on MLW, then hey, please please, <laughs> please coin Jeff. a stupid silly little phrase. Quit sleeping on a man. <laughs> Don't sleep on them, bro. Yeah, And don't sleep with them either because you might be with somebody and that could cause friction. And uh, (coughs) Carl Anderson. Anyways, six feet apart. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
4: yes, yes. Hey, real quick. So how was you guys' Halloween? It was awesome. It was cool, man. Um, Boys had fun. Uh, We went to. It was funny because my brother, my brother-in-law had a uh, little get together with the family. Um, Him and his now wife signed the papers, made it official. Just sign your life. I mean, your name on the contract. Yep. Which is funny. That's what they did. They went up to breakfast, had the, uh, you know, the concierge or whatever that dude's called. I forgot what they're called. Are they called. they? had the sex. Anyways, the guy uh, over Just breakfast. Piece. Yeah, something like that. You know, he presented the papers. Like he signed this. All right, you guys are married. And then nice. uh, that was it. Yeah, they did they it kissed up in walking. Both breakfast. on
1: the mouth, and then they kissed each other in the mouth. It's really weird what they crazy. do. Yeah,
4: at, during breakfast. The
1: yeah, PCO justice of the piece. Wisconsin's yeah. in uh, Wisconsin is an odd state. Yeah, we're in a
4: league of our own, dude. Yeah. Here's your cheese ring. And then uh you may kiss salami. the bride. Yeah. I They're also the will the kiss bride, the bride.
1: The entire like, weight staff will kiss it. And the bride. then they give you
4: salami. Yeah. <laughs> He's already sausage. Yeah, I got a sausage. I went and I got married up in uh the blue the blue barrel there. Yeah, and then uh, they gave me a sausage. They said, Hey, you're married, Mr. and Mrs. You may now eat the sausage. That's what and they, then they made us watch box trolls. That's true. They did that too. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I had fun. The boys had a great time on Halloween. They got a bunch of candy. They were excited to go, so it was cool. Sretton, what about you down in Tampa?
3: What'd you do for Halloween, man? I dressed Swing. as uh, I actually dressed as you and get a uh, went into you the downtown,
1: handsome. and uh, people were throwing rocks at me. So apparently
3: I knew it. They don't like you down I knew it. here. it. No, that's only because they knew the juice likes to get. St- <laughs> no man i didn't do shit i'm a social
1: distance guy but uh since i'm outdoors i feel it's cool so i went out to a local bar and had a few beers and listened to some live music yeah, which felt good because s- i haven't done that in like a year that's
3: awesome dude uh yeah.
1: stayed away from people listened to some uh <laughs> some shitty covers and it was pretty cool
3: awesome awesome yeah. Yep. (laughs) Hey, I got some MMA shit for you real quick, and we ain't gonna spend a lot of time because some of it ties into wrestling. Um, I did watch what was supposed to be Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva, his last fight. Um, goddamn, was it brutal, man? He got fucking, he got, he got bludgeoned, he got brutalized, and he got fucking retired, man. Yeah. That was uh, it was pretty brutal to watch. I I knew he was gonna lose going coming into it. He's just dude's too old, man. He ain't mm-hmm. got what it takes anymore, and oh. maybe he just was too cocky. Ain't <laughs> got you know. <laughs> hey, Father Time caught up with
4: his ass. Yeah. So that, that kind of sucked. Cause Spider Dude was the shit back in the day. He was on top of his game back in the day. I was never a huge fan of him though, but I did respect his game, man. He, I like uh, I love that front kick, dude. Yeah, like, he always he had a fucking... lethal front kick. Always had uh. He always got you at going one way, deacon you, and getting the other way. You know, yeah. fake right, come with the left, left kick, cripple you, and then just knock you out. You know, was just, and then Father Time just did that yeah. to him. So, and then, yeah, uh, exactly. He got a, hey. a coup de grace
3: right to the jawbone. Right. Hey, man. But nonetheless, first ballot Hall of Famer UFC by far, dude. I mean, the guy's an absolute fucking legend. It was cool to see, I forget his opponent's name, um, but at the end, you know, there, and there was fucking blood.
5: Santa Bucks are back at Meijer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just 199 dollars Or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for 39 dollars And save time and get your groceries delivered with Meyer Home Delivery. So you can stay out of the elements on these chilly winter days. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started
3: all over and they were both bowing like to each other and like fucking hugging it was a cool moment i'm really into that like not to sound like cheesy or corny but i don't give a fuck showing respect the sportsmanship you know yeah yeah. and and the respect respect and knowing that dude you just fucking retired a legend that's like what if back in the day like kobe came out and just made michael fucking look like silly right you cross know? them over but and there's still like that respect or something like that it, it was it was very cool it was very awesome to see and those guys fucking hugging and you mm-hmm. know while they're all bloody and sweaty and then all of a sudden i'm um, uh, what never mind
1: and the concierge comes and kisses yep. each guy and gives them a bunch it, of sausages and tells we all come. here's a round trip tick to wisconsin where shit could get crazy uh, is that any, <laughs> some
4: champagne moment uh, here's yeah. here's a high life it's the champagne of beer's so yeah. let's kind of crescendo into
3: the uh crescendo. Ray Mysterio is saying that he doesn't doubt that Kane Velasquez will be <laughs> returning to wrestling. Maybe not the WWE. I don't know. Uh I read that Ray was saying that was Kane's goal was to always get the WWE. Here's the thing Kane looked awesome when he did that shit in AAA, right? You know, I mean he he was doing all the the lucha libre stuff. He looked very comfortable doing it, but uh Man, come on. He went to the WWE. He had that bullshit with Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia. It was a waste of fucking right. time. You know, essentially so Brock can get his fucking win back. You know, did like a Hogan Warrior Halloween Havoc yeah.
4: deal. um, Exactly. Sting Triple H. I
3: guess my question <laughs> to you guys real quick, um, knowing what Kane can do, seeing the really shitty kind of storytelling and story they had with him when he did do the one-off thing in WWE um, and We'll start with Stratton first on this one. Would you like to see him back in professional wrestling at all, and more specifically WWE?
1: My opinion is that I don't care, and that's a reflection of it because I guess uh, physical uh, physical capability and athleticism he might be amazing, uh, but it doesn't seem like the storyline's any good, and also he looks
3: and when he walks like a retired all retired fighter, and straight, yeah, he looks like. Mm-hmm. He just came from the steakhouse and polished like I mean, 40
4: fucking beers. 76er. <laughs> when he was at a,
1: when he was in his heyday, he was like uh he's the guy that had like the the heavyweight that had cardio and like anybody else. He was a fucking machine.
3: Then he um, ate a bunch of tortas and it was I, fucking I don't know. That.
1: But he just doesn't like even then he, he he looked good, but like he looked in shape, but he never looked like Brock Lesnar looks. He never no. had like pecs and all that shit. He's just oh, he a of just he looks killer. sad. His
3: body looks like a, a sad face. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. They, I mean, it, would, it shouldn't matter if he can perform in the ring and if he's get a got a good storyline. I mean, sorry guys,
3: but other so, than Ric Flair's arms, he didn't have a great right. body either. So bottom line is, for you personally, there's no interest. Right? Don't give a shit. Yeah. All right. I, I'm with you on that one. I voting. can be
1: made to give a shit,
3: but I don't care. No, no one cares about your fucking opinions, <laughs> goddamn idiot. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Barely talk. Totally. Anyway, Bodie, what's your totally.
4: opinion on it? Um, I share the kind of the same feeling. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, he looked good when he was in AAA and stuff like that. But when he came to WWE, it was totally different. It's a different style. You got to fit our way. Um, And we're going to rehash this old rivalry that you had in a different fight. You know, like if you're going to do that. In a legitimate that, um, sport. <laughs> exactly. In a legitimate fight, you know. Don't okay. knock me, guys. I I still think wrestling is a sport. It Fucking is. assholes, Mark. That's cool and all. You know that storyline <laughs> is cool. Build up to it, though. He could have came out so much differently. And it was just a cash grab, man. Pay exactly. Today. And it didn't uh, help that he needed knee surgery right off the bat. Anyway, you know. Right. I don't
1: give a shit about Brock either. I think I called him yeah. Lebron earlier or something. But when when they had the uh, Royal Rumble last year, and he almost like Braun Lesner, yeah. LeBron yep. Lesnar, Brock Strowman, Lebron Lesnar, Strowman. I wish he would. I wish he would have eliminated everybody at the Royal Rumble. That would have been so awesome. As he was doing it, he was in there for what forty-five minutes, yeah. beat red, dying, super tired, purple. Like, dude, this would yeah, purple.
3: I thought, I thought it would have been amazing if he would have won. Say what you want about Brock, though. I do think, you know, he gets a lot of shit just because he's not around. But he doesn't need to be around. He's an attraction, no. dude. And that guy. Dude, he has shown time and time again that he's willing to put somebody over. Oh, yeah. And he's went. He, I, I've heard stories of him going to you know Vince and Co. and saying, "Hey, I want to work with this guy." And they're like, "No, we don't want that for you." Not getting Go it. Ahead. He's one to push some of the younger talent and do some of the shit. And Brock is good. Brock can fucking sell for you. Brock, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think he's that bad. I think he gets uh, because he is kind of an asshole. I mean, aren't we all? He doesn't like people, which I totally respect. He lives off the fucking grid. I mean, I think he's fucking farming right now. Um, I I think he gets a bad rap because he was the champ. He had the belt, but he was never there. But in essence, he's a prize fighter, dude. They Mm -hmm. they built around that and that monster and the legitimacy that he brings to the table makes fucking sense. Because if if you're a fan of MMA and UFC, all that shit, Bellator, these guys are fighting how often are they fighting how many times Not a often. year
4: like maybe maybe twice but all right. the time once
3: right and i think with brock lesnar i mean he brings that in that aesthetic to professional wrestling upon his return when he came back and what was that like it'd been a long time now like 10, yeah. 2013 he came back around. real early about 2013 it's been like he's been back for almost 10 years now something mm-hmm. ridiculous dude but uh I wouldn't be surprised to see him turn up again sometime. And I'd almost welcome it. You know, I, I would welcome a heel fucking
4: Roman Reigns with uh Paul E Paul Heyman. Yeah. against Brock Lesnar. That could be you no know, the way they're telling us the stories right now. That's a good that would be a good story.
3: And if that's something
4: build something around it. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up real quick because I want
3: to touch on that real quick. Um so SmackDown last week, uh was it Jey Uso fucking it's like I'm with you. He goes with his family, and that is that storytelling that they're doing mm-hmm. right there is the best shit WWE has done in over a decade, hands down. I mm-hmm. love everything that they've done. I love that they used uh the the wild Samoans, yep. you know, Afa and Sika. As a part of it, you know, as, even though it was a small part, but acknowledging Roman as the tribal chief, the, tribe chief. the head of the table. I love all the verbiage that's being used. Oh, I love yeah. that Paul Heyman's the mouthpiece. I love that Roman is able to flourish in this character because just watching it and everything unfold. And I'm sitting there and I'm like. OK, now I'm really, really fucking seeing why Vince had a fucking huge bonbon for him for <laughs> years yeah. and exactly. trying to force him down our throats. But it was just doing it the wrong way. Yep. You know, like guy, man, I, he just he, he cuts a hell of a promo now. And you could tell, especially with him working with his family, it's easy. It's easy to come from the heart mm-hmm. and draw emotion and suck people in when you're doing something like that and for him to. You know, tell his family, like, hey man, I love you, I love you. I don't want to do this to you, but you will fall in line because I'm the I'm the big dog, you know, I'm the fucking tribal chief. I'm the dog for Jay to do it and to join him, which is you know something I was hoping that was gonna happen. And so I hope good. when Jimmy comes back, you know, that he gets with it too, and they just they have this like Samoan dynasty thing going on and They fucking run rough shot, man, because fuck that. Fuck the shield. Fuck all that pass bullshit. You know, this is a huge strong point for Roman as a character, as a as a performer, even though I didn't like him when he was being shoved down my throat. I uh, he wasn't a shitty performer. I mean, dude, he he was one of those guys that he always went out and he did his job and he did it well. I mean, you had guys like AJ Styles saying when they had their clash that like this is still the height of people booing roman before he came out with hey i got uh what was it leukemia again yeah um saying that aj's like man give the dude his due. he's good I use one of my favorite people to work with and he showed that i mean he's he's good and now that he's really kind of coming more into his own dude fucking top notch i I, you don't hear it very much on here and it's not because i don't want to say it because it just doesn't happen very much with wwe that is the greatest thing they're doing right now. I'll put that over, dude. Even over, and I'm sorry, Bodie. I know you're gonna freak out on me. Oh, I'm going on, to. Over Bray Wyatt. Over no, I agree. anything
5: I agree. they're
3: doing. Yep. It, even the NXT shit. You know, they just had Halloween havoc. It was great. You know, it looked fucking awesome. A bunch of people got hurt. <laughs> but you know, hey, it's
4: Halloween. What if that I agree with that uh that whole storyline? I love. I love the way they're letting Roman Reigns portray himself. Um, you know a lot of people have been wanting this but it goes to show you that you're trying to mold somebody who's not john cena into john cena or somebody that's not hulk hogan into hulk hogan somebody that's not sting into sting so on and so forth you know yeah you're trying to fill that void you're trying mm-hmm. to build huh? huh there's another little thing i had to interrupt you
3: because you said sting the stinger all his merch and everything yeah. has been and pulled pulled God, please go to AEW. I don't care. Yeah. I just want to hear Tony <laughs> Schiavone <laughs> fucking say
4: that <laughs> on TNT. In I'm a fucking martyr. No, 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 I, I want to see that TNT. I'm, I'm with you on Tony that. Schiavone. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, definitely. But going back to what I was saying. Yeah, you can't because that's what that's what uh that's what I wanted to do. Damn it. Yeah, I wanted to put him I
0: need like a, a Cena. I need a Hogan. I need I need a Vince McMahon, damn it. Big beef castle. Oh my god, here we go. You oh. two clowns got in of my office. Did somebody oh say beef castle? Somebody beef can castle. tell Linda I need a beef sandwich. Linda! I don't think she's here. She's a fucking piece of shit. Somebody get me Roman Reigns and some baby oil. Now you're talking. I can get on with that. That's that's what I'm talking. I could get on that. That's what I'm talking ah, about. He could be my tribal chief.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, Vince is, so, you know, never entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> They always pop in at the worst times. But yeah, you know, you can't do that. And I'm glad that somebody either opened his eyes or he saw that or something happened. Like, OK, yeah, he's not John Cena. He's not going to be the next Hulk Hogan. He's going to be the, the first Roman Reigns. Yep. And this is the way they're doing it. And I think they're doing it right, which when he eventually turns like face, it's going to be a huge face turn, you know? So look what happened to the rock. To well, here's the, the rock. speaking of
3: the rock. Damn, Boney, You just feed me more. What is your Got name? You. Fucking Ryback. You fucking piece of shoe. Um, <laughs> So ideally, like some good storytelling would be. All right. rocks. Rock's pretty much done with wrestling, right? I mean, he'll make yeah. these one off yeah. appearances here and there. It's getting closer towards mania season as we wind down, you know, 2020. Um, Does Rock finally, is this the year he gets in the Hall of Fame? And is this the year that he does the job to his cousin or his nephew, whatever their fucking relation is, to put him over at mania? Roman versus the Rock. Okay, so here, feel me out on this one roman's going around saying for however long it's been until mania you know six seven months whatever saying that he's the head of the table right he's the big dog the draw the tribal fucking chief right and then all of a sudden you hear if you smell, smell. <laughs> what the cock is spooch i mean the rock <laughs> is cooking and dude i'm telling you huge fucking, especially with a crowd god that would fucking pops dude road warrior pop style that would be that huge. Would be so awesome because you have people that as much as they may not want to admit it, that do like roman and like we said like what they're doing with them right now and then you got like probably the biggest entertainer of all time to come out of the sport of pro wrestling and they're related there's no. that story which uh-huh. is going to tie into everything else and you have fucking Dwayne do the job and yep. put him over And be like, oh, man, you know, in the sport of wrestling, you might be, you know, in entertainment shit, you might be the fucking head guy or whatever. But in this is my house wrestling. You ain't it anymore. Dwayne. Get the Fuck
4: out. That's a great storyline, dude. And you need to have fans. And I'm not even getting paid to write this shit. And it's insane because you think about uh, where we're at right now with no fans or some like AEW and some other promotions are doing some fans. You know, will WWE take that? (laughs) Really? Yeah, they are. You know.
1: that, that idea doesn't work unless uh, unless it's a football stadium full of people. Yeah, then it would be amazing. Exactly.
3: Short
4: of that, it's not. And that's worth what it. I was getting to exactly. And I'm glad you said that because that's well, what I was Well, you don't think it to. works
3: in the? You don't think you guys don't think it'll work under a Thunderdome circumstance? Because now here's the thing: we didn't Mania last year was kind of dull and boring, even though there were some parts that were highlighted that were all right. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't have the Thunderdome yet. No, which. It adds a little, but it doesn't add much. Like, it's weird. I'll put this way watching the Bears game, you know, this past yeah. Sunday, which was complete no. shit. Please don't. But anyways, on. it's an empty fucking soldier field, right? And it's piped in noise. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's fucking weird. It's still, yeah. I'm like wondering, like, are they piping it in through the stadium or is it just through the, you know, live feed? Because it's just fucking weird, man. It doesn't, I don't know. It. it I think with, uh, like, when I watch Bound for Glory, I think not having any fans really hurt it because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, although there was some great shit going on, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I kind of got bored and I'm like, you, I can't imagine what it's like for the people in the ring. I mean, they're professionals. They're going to do their job nonetheless. Um, But it was just like, man, I think during the Moose and EC3 match, which was kind of a, a cinematic deal. I just, you know, and I had people over, and they weren't really, like, huge wrestling people anyway, so it didn't help. But it was like, ah, all right, if you guys don't want to fucking watch this, I- I'm with you. Because it doesn't have that same vibe. There's not the crowd getting rowdy, you mm-hmm. know? Like, even if you didn't know shit about wrestling, but you're watching it on television with your homie, and you could see that the people there are getting fucking hyped up. Like, it just does something, you know? Mm-hmm. It fucking... Yes. It, 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 it's just the energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Infectious grooves. Uh, what up, Mike? That, here? There you go. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I I, I, I guess I'd, I agree with you guys with that, yeah. but it would still be
4: huge. It would still it would be, be. That's epic fucking shit right there. Crowd crowd would elevate the storyline to the next level, though.
1: The next WrestleMania is going to be really tough because we were in a particularly weird spot with the pandemic and all that shit. And so we let a lot of stuff slide with WrestleMania. That same style of WrestleMania will not I don't care what anybody says. It, I I watched it. I was entertained the whole time. If you repeat the same thing, I'm going to be fucking bored and I'm going to hate it. Like I won't hate it, but I'm going to be bored as fuck. Which is not fair because I'm actually really bored and uninterested with WWE as it is. Yeah. But uh, but WrestleMania is a different animal.
4: But um, should they split it in the two days like they did? They, I, I heard they, I heard they're going to do that. Again. That's what I heard too. They did and do then, the Halloween Havoc really well though.
3: Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, Havoc they did. Was I it thought was it was good. Dope. It was solid, yeah. man. It was dope. Um, but speaking of splitting in the two days, so and New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's been a while since we talked about them. Uh Wrestle Kingdom, it's gonna be another two-day event. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. And they just announced the Super J Cup, which has got a plethora of other contracted talent from Impact and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, give you a quick rundown real quick of who they announced. So they December 12th, super quick super J Cup. Hit me, you man. got ACH, you got Leo Rush You got Chris Bay, you got TJP You got El Fantasmo, Who we saw at Warrior Wrestling You got Ray Horse, who we saw at oh. Warrior Wrestling You got Clark Connors Answer. And
0: Blake Christian Mark. Oh, yeah I'm getting really, really He's hired for these That's midgets. a lot of He's hired <laughs>
3: <laughs> So I think that shit's gonna be awesome, dude That's it's really good to see New Japan. You know. I thought somebody from AEW was in it, too. I so can't there might be. Those, guys, those are just the ones that I, I saw today. So right.
1: you know, Have you guys been keeping up with New Japan?
3: A little bit. A little bit. There,
1: yeah. This is why I'm asking. It's pandemic times. There's no crowd. Uh, Japan is a different style of crowd where it's much quieter. You still get oohs and ahs and reaction, but it's just much quieter. That hype and loudness and, and crowd chaos like the chaotic energy, the hype energy, um, the concert energy. Um, it's not there, right? It's different. Right. So during pandemic times has new Japan, like, has it fallen at all? Like when you watch an event, is it sort of really similar to the same thing?
2: You work hard switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus, device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See metrobytmobile.com. T-Mobile.com.
1: Looking for your next great hire? CareerBuilder is the fastest growing job site in the U.S. with over
4: 140 million candidate profiles
1: and growing. Plus, candidates on CareerBuilder have skills for the most in-demand occupations. Let us help you rebuild and rehire a strong, more diverse workforce fast. CareerBuilder, we're building for you. Visit hiring.careerbuilder.com forward slash recruit.
4: Yeah, I mean it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, it's and they do have I really they have some fans. Yeah. They got like a, I think a limited capacity. Yeah, it's unlimited. It's the uh, um, same thing's gonna happen at Wrestle Kingdom. They got limited capacity. Yeah, and my,
1: my question is is it just as good as it was before the pandemic?
3: That's what I mean I, to ask. I think so. I mean, with anything, though I mean that's kind of a hard fucking question to truly well, answer it to. anyways. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different, you know. I'll always say no no fans compared to having fans is always going to be a little bit worse not that the oh, yeah. guys and girls in the ring yeah. are really doing that or trying to do that but that's just how it is it's that's wrestling as a sport or a uh entertainment medium that needs it needs the fans i'm sorry it, it really does to make it mm-hmm just fucking pop man but new japan i don't think it's really fucked with them at all they they're still putting on killer shit they still got good storylines going they kind of got something right now um with the bullet club where i think they're doing going to be heading towards another like civil war uh storyline maybe it's done a little bit better than it was with the elite and uh you know the tongans but uh you know jay white and evil there's there's maybe a little friction right there so that's pretty cool um it's something i need to keep up with more because dude uh, they've been killing it they've been fucking killing it now it seems like they're gonna work with uh, a little bit more promotions and bring in some of these you know like gcw and impact talent and so on and so forth uh guys they even do shit for mlw and roh let's see what happens man working together is always cool
4: Mhm. yes it is i always love that seeing uh different promotions team up with each other i think it should be done more often you get a lot more accomplished you you
3: do and you you really have to even if you're not straight up competing going you know fucking head to head with the e in order to get like mass attention and mass i think like media appeal and uh sports appeal and fandom and all that shit um you really need to work together you know Mm -hmm. and pull in because the same people that are watching new japan are not watching impact and vice versa now you know with all these promotions. That's just yeah. how it goes. And there's some of these people that are watching New Japan and uh all that that are not watching the indie scene, which right. is ridiculous. Because nowadays, I mean, now is the time to watch the indie scene. Mm-hmm. And there's so many, you know, territories are Jack, and they're fucking ripping shit up. And you'll get to see these guys, and all your heroes from AEW are still coming, you know, like when Orange Casting made uh Return to GCW for the collective in Indianapolis mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Huge pop. Huge, huge pop. Yep. You know, these guys are going to places like that and becoming stars, which is cool. And yet they're still being allowed to do other shit, which is cool. Now that kind of segueing into something I know Bodhi wanted to get into. WWE is not allowing like third party streaming. Um, so like for instance, guys, uh, YouTube and Twitch accounts uh for their contracted talent for both men and women not allowing it anymore. Or if they do, they're like controlling it because they want to get paid for it. You know, it's like, Hey, you're yeah. under contract to me. You got a successful Twitch show or YouTube show or stream or however you fucking. pronunciate that shit. They want to <laughs> cut. They want a piece of that proverbial pie. So Bodie, I know you got something specifically to talk about with uh, what page was uh, saying with this whole debacle. So yes, go
4: ahead. Well, yeah, I think it's bogus that they're doing that, you know, Uh, especially during the pandemic. They're not pulling in as much money as before. But then you got somebody like Paige who went on Twitch and went on a tirade and voiced her displeasure and said, you know, she broke her neck for WWE. She was doing that shit for years. This is what she lived and breathed forever was wrestling. Changed her face for WWE. Exactly. Changed everything for her, you know, for them Um, and for them not to let her have an outlet anymore a twitch outlet and say she can't do this or that and she's like i broke my neck for you guys i put my ass out on the line for you when i shot probably shouldn't have wrestled i did wrestle and i ended up getting permanently hurt and what she loved and what she grew up loving and working her ass off for is got taken away which was wrestling to wrestle so i think that's kind of bogus that you're not letting her do that this is her outlet she's making you know money off of it what she needs to because she's not doing anything right now for wwe you know they're not using her at all they're just kind of like oh whatever right um i just think that's stupid to just be like oh well we own your likeness and everything now we need to own your twitch channels you know same thing happened with lana uh everybody everybody you know Yeah. yeah just everybody got affected i think that's something that uh Shouldn't have never happened. I think it's a dumb rule, but then again, WWE does have a lot of dumb rules.
3: You're a giant corporation. It's yep. not the same working for this company as it was 20 years ago. No, not at all. You uh-huh. know, nowadays, you're not just working for Vince McMahon. You're working for everybody. Shareholders. In fucking boardroom, you know, and Snickers, Gatorade, yeah. you know, whatever else, whoever else is. <laughs> Snickers was there. a bad dog. RIP Sean Connery. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the last of the dragons. <laughs> What about this one? You get pushy. Even if you write a bad book, <laughs> <laughs> a little deep on that. Oh, I think you are Trebuck <laughs> Yes. Seren, What's your thoughts on that real quick? Hot take.
1: I take, I actually disagree with both of you. If you're a company like that, uh, especially if it's wrestling, this shit would not fly 30 years ago because those streamers get way too personal. I don't think, uh, I don't think we should know that much about these people's lives, but it's a different world. It's 2020. Um, I don't know, man, legally with branding and all that other stuff. Uh, I guess if you're an indie performer, um, I, I, I would say somebody like, uh, let's say let's, let's, I'm not throwing them under the bus. I'm just mentioning somebody like Ethan page, who's got three solid gimmicks. Um, and he's really good at performing those certain gimmicks, but he's got a, he's got a, he's got Twitch. He's got all this social media. He's got yeah, YouTube yeah. and, yes. and it's, uh, it's, it mixes and mingles that world where he'll come in and he'll be, now he's got the new fucking amazing gimmick with the karate man. Um, but he comes in and he'll be, he'll be karate man one match with, with all the personality that that entails. And then he'll go around and then, you know, he'll, he'll be doing unboxing videos. So do I like that stuff? I like the in-ring work. I like the acting. I like, I like the curtain to be up. I, I like to, as, as a person doing a podcast, like we do, I want to be part of the backstage shit. I want to know the goodies, you know, and, and as a, Mm -hmm. and I like to share that goodies, but those performers, they shouldn't be allowed to
3: share anything, and it should be very secretive. I, I think... I no, think, I, I think you're missing the point on that, though. No, I know. I know. I know. It's not that they're pissed that they're doing that. Yeah, it's, I, they're saying, hey, we want... You, you guys are making money, and you're, you work for us, so... That, let me put it to you this way. For the company you work for now, we're not going to say any names, right? If they I'm were to tell you tomorrow advocate. that you had to stop doing this, and we're not making any money, so... Guys, feel free to send us some fucking <laughs> donations because we po. Um, if they were to tell you, and I want a serious fucking answer that you couldn't do this or you couldn't do anything associated with like media or podcasting, talk about whatever, just because they don't want you doing it, whether there was money involved or not, what would your feelings be on it then?
1: Because of my level of passion, of this
3: shit, I would not I wouldn't I wouldn't work there anymore. Well, that's and It'd that's fuck me up there is the same thing with a lot of these people. Um, and that's just what I'm getting at. I mean, I'm kind of an anti authority motherfucker anyway, to some extent, you know, but it's just another, I another think, another thing that WWE has done wrong to make people shit on them, to hate them, to make people not want to work there. I think there's bounds of reason for some of that shit. I think if you're a current performer with a current
1: storyline and you get more, do you get, I like, think you, if you have a certain amount of like TV time,
3: uh, then, what about the guys who don't have TV time, like I saying, should, I on sh- Yes, TV.
1: I think they should be allowed to do Twitch streams, and they should be allowed to do whatever they want and get and get money from it. Um, I do think it's bullshit if 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 WWE gets a cut of that stuff. I don't like any company that is. I understand you're making money off of your product, um, but when your profits rely on your workers, it gets to be weird. I, I don't. Yeah. That's. Not, I'm not saying that correctly. Like, let's say you're a salesman and you sell cars, and you used to get like whatever, 10% of every car you sell. And then suddenly commission. Yeah. And, and then, and then suddenly your company, instead of like marking up and making the cars more expensive, they give you yeah, 8%. So they get more profits as a company, but they're taking away your money. And you're like, we'll sell more shit. I don't that's like that. That's when I take away their lives. Well, that that's what I like in this too.
0: Like <laughs> I just said that I take their lives.
1: <laughs> it's give and take. Fuck so em. next topic.
3: Yeah. next it's getting topic. hot. He's getting hot, dude. He's. Fielding. It is getting me fucking hot, and it's getting him hot. Yeah, it is. It's getting me hot. Might have to do too. a little uh, horny? Are you space mean horny? docking.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're both horny. He's we agree. For that.
3: Anyways, hey, uh <laughs> there's so no time October for that. October 28th. <laughs> hey, huh? October 28th. The Next wrestling year? world lost a oh, absolute <laughs> fucking legend in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, The wild-eyed Southern boy, <coughs> Tracy Smothers. You know the guy with in ECW, the FBI, the
4: yeah the full coming out this day stand
3: alive <laughs> like, it
4: was the best dude, let
3: me break it down for you real quick tracy smothers was a man who wrestled for the nwa the wwf uh ecw smoky WCW. mountain wrestling smoky mountain was everywhere okay won numerous titles everywhere he'd been um and you know it, it didn't stop with him once he i mean he he was 58 when he passed. I think that's how old he was. And weird enough, he passed away in Evansville, Indiana. I don't know how correct that is, but that's what I read. Uh, so it's kind of weird. Um, Tracy was a guy, and, and especially as soon as it was announced, you could see this from wrestlers, from dude from the WWE to AEW, all over the indies, yep. that had so much to offer people. And I, went, I know myself, I went down the YouTube wormhole after he passed, and saw uh you know shit that Colt Cabana had did with him, you know, internet uh internet wrestling or independent wrestling dot TV, bunch of shit, dude. There's all kinds of shit everywhere. Old videos of him wrestling a legit grizzly bear, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is fucking awesome. Um dude, the guy was awesome. He could, he was a fucking heel through and through. The shit he would say in some of these promos, there was one where he's wrestling at WrestleCon last year, I think. It was Joey Ryan's penis party, and he was wrestling Sue Young, and he's like, Get this crazy bitch out of the ring. (laughs) He's like, The only place that a woman belongs in is uh, on her back or in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) People are talking, and and dude, he's working these people, and you could see fucking fans, like, and especially women getting pissed off, flicking them off. It's like, Hey, I'm the heel here. You know, fuck you. (laughs) I'm trying to work here. But dude was just a wealth of knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. And there's so many wrestlers, even dude, like guys, you wouldn't think like ricochet and shit that had so much nice shit to say about Tracy. And he was, and I have my own personal experience, which I'm going to get to here in a second, but, uh, said so much great shit to say about how he was. Um, and this guy wrestling, he was, been battling cancer for i think the last several years um we thought he had overcame it but then i remember seeing some maybe as far back as a few months ago that he might be sick again or he wasn't doing well but he was still doing his thing man and rocking and rolling with it and uh he just he passed so much shit on for you know the heel that he played in the ring um Dude, behind the scenes, he was fucking watching people's matches, telling them, you know, uh, guys like Chris Dickinson, knowing who he was and saying he was one of his favorite performers, you know, like it just and helping out the next generation, doing the right thing, never being like not available to give advice to somebody or, a uh, you know, critique somebody and help them out. And I, I could totally fucking see that. I remember... So it was me and shout out to Big Ed the Assassin back in like 1998. Uh Tracy had came out and wrestled. Uh it was man I can't even think it was somewhere in Northwest Indiana. It was a show going on. We were still in high school. They were juniors or something. We we were there with Ed's aunt, I believe. I think it was or maybe it was the other guy we were there as aunt, somebody's relative, right? And we go outside, we fucking <laughs> blaze up a little Rudy toot toot and it stunk so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting there. We go back and we're sitting watching the match. It's like, oh, man, I think we stink. You know, I think we stink. No, yeah, They're like you sit next to her. It's like, oh, fuck. Anyways, um, dude, Tracy came out. He did a great job just performing and entertaining and uh, getting to meet him and talk to him for like it was it was very brief couple of minutes. And I'd be a liar if I told you I remembered exactly what we talked about. This being fucking 20 years ago. Um, but it was still for me, a super awesome moment because I, I'd known who he was since I was a little kid watching WCW. And then, you know, his, his ECW run with the FBI, the full blooded Italians was so awesome. It was, you know, starting to get on that comedic level for him and to see everything he had done on the Indies after was just amazing to me. And, uh. You know, he he will be sorely missed his uh, his daughter, Jesse Bell, wrestles. Um, She was I don't know if she's still managed or not by uh, Nikita Bresnikov, who was a previous guest of the show. Um, And actually, I believe the funeral as of this recording, this recording that you guys are hearing on Wednesday right now is actually being done back in the past on Monday, November, the uh, second his funeral is today. So. I, just, I want to send him my shout-out and respects to fucking Tracy Smilers, dude, because you guys need to fucking go mm-hmm. and go down that fucking YouTube rabbit hole, wormhole, whatever they want to call it, and just watch his shit and watch his work. It'll make you smile. It'll make you fucking cry. It'll make your guts fucking <laughs> hurt, you know, and you will be like, wow. Like, go back and watch the shit with the bear, dude. <laughs> like yeah, the fucking grizzly exactly. bear. And always remember that T is for terrible, H is for horrible. you is for ugly. And G, what's the G for? Jail, because thugs can't spill.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Tracy Smothers, man. Uh, he was he was awesome. He was one of my favorites uh, growing up and watching him in USWA or whatever it was that he was in, and then Smoky Mountain, WWE for a little bit, or WWF back then. There was but- a
3: YouTube clip I saw. He called somebody, and pardon my French, because I'm
4: not being you know, a bigot or
3: anything, but, uh, dude, who was, that? I can't remember the guy that it was, I think Lance Russell was interviewing somebody and fucking Tracy Smothers comes in. This guy was flamboyant. Right. And, and Tracy comes out and he's like, you want to come out here and act like a fag.
5: Like, oh, my
4: God. oh yeah. He, dude, he wasn't afraid to pull that trigger, man. Dude. Nothing, um, man. He, nothing. I, And all I got to say about him is if anybody out there does watch uh, any of his matches and goes down that proverbial wormhole, uh, just watch his body language. He was so into what he was doing. He sold his character. He sold who he was so much that if you watch his body language, if I had to tell somebody that wanted to wrestle, that was just getting into it, who they should watch. I'd be like, look up Smothers and watch his body language in the ring. He knows where he is at all times and he knows what he's doing. 14 steps ahead than everyone else. Everything. Like, psychology he, was great. Man. Yeah. Psychology was on point. He knew how to get the uh, the crowd over. He knew how to get his opponent over. And last but not least, himself over in the process, if he was taking a beating or whatever he was doing. You know, even if it was uh, comedic. He oh, yeah. always sold it, dude. Like, perfect. Everybody. And that's and I think that was, like, one of the biggest
3: takeaways from him, like you just said. And it's a rare thing to have as an in-ring performer to get everybody over. Everybody. Exactly. You know, especially as, you know, he worked a lot uh later as a heel. Um, But he still, he did it, man. And in the dance, I'll never forget. Dude, he's coming out doing oh, the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's,
4: it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. And uh awesome thing is I got to meet him at a Denny's in Racine. When no I'm shit. ECW. <laughs> ECW came to Racine. I met Big Show, uh Sabu, RVD um but when we went to denny's and big show was there too but then full-blooded italians were there too and oh so this is the wwe cw this was yeah the wwe cw so sure. this was uh when they were doing like their little house shows and stuff that came to mm-hmm. we were seen a couple times and uh yeah i got to meet the fbi and uh they were awesome dudes little guido and tracy smothers and was a big Vito?
3: yeah, I think, yeah. He, I think
4: he was in it at the time yeah um, they
3: had uh who was the other guy in ecw i trying to remember i can't remember his fucking name i hate that i have you know people are gonna call me out which i hope they do because yeah. not enough you if you know, know
4: it type comment. it in the comments yeah comment. help us out man we can't remember shit i've taken a lot zero of zero apologies
1: of for the amount of information that comes out of your guys's fucking mouths coming from your <laughs> brains yeah yeah i dare people to call us out it's fine like it's fine, it's fine yeah i don't think we should ever apologize for that <laughs> shit I apologize. Mainly, you guys come up with any of these fucking marks out there the listening mainly to
3: myself, you know, because I well, should be able to
1: throw right. it out there. But after you know. we get done recording, go in that mirror and uh, and go ahead and lay in there yourself you for 10, 20 yep. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That. I approve. Let yourself
4: have it. Come on, Tom Brady. Yeah. And I'll call you too. I'll call you. I'll tell you what
3: the piece
1: of Michael. I'll
4: call you a bit of prick. Michael.
3: Ooh, hit them high notes, <laughs> kid. Hey, so there's <laughs> one more thing I got to talk to you guys about, um, before as we wind down here um so it's been a it's been a crazy fucking year right you know the pandemic everything all the shit all the people we've lost this year um whether it's celebrities outside of wrestling uh you know as we were talking about with Tracy and Road Warrior Animal and the list goes on and on man it's it's just been a crappy year right and it doesn't seem like it gets any better you know I mean it beauty is in the eye of the beholder you know you you determine your own destiny and all that shit and you can choose to remain positive and stay the course and you know move forward which is what we do all the time and guys like pco did check out episode 130 uh but man dude this breaking news you know you've you guys listening and watching right now have already heard it by now but uh so Kylie Ray announced today her and before I even say this, so she was a no-show at Bound for Glory, right? I had tuned in for that, and she just didn't show. And I was like, "What? Why the fuck is you know Sue Young? Like, what? What's going on?" And then you know, in the next week on Impact, it didn't say anything, they didn't allude to anything. And I'm thinking, like, "Oh man, you know," I all of a sudden I'm getting like memories of AEW and all that shit. And now she announces today, like officially. And I, Bodie, I got it pulled up. I don't know if you have it pulled up. Yeah. If you want to read it to everybody and let them know. And before we go any further in this, I'm just going to make this fucking statement. All right. She announced her retirement from professional wrestling today. Okay. There is this thing. There is this boundary, as you know, fans of somebody. If you're, and I don't care what entertainment medium you're in, right? There is this boundary, unless you're like family or super close friends. But you you don't have to know everything. Okay. And I get your side of the coin though. I get that you some of these people are your heroes, you know. And to some people, as weird as it sounds, but hey, some people are like that. And I'm not judging you. That these people are what drives you to go every day, you know. Um, hey, I've had my fucking rock star heroes and this and that, and people that I've idolized and worshipped and that I want to know every fucking move they're doing. But as I've grown older and realized and been in, the entertainment business myself it's it's not always there all right people and this is just what i want everybody watching listening to understand that please respect personal space your fucking stupid ass comments that are on social media about the whole situation you don't need to do that because you just make yourself look like a fucking fool and i guess unless you're okay with that then you know so be it people are all i'm saying is respect the space in this in the story we're about to tell you guys because mental health is a real fucking deal you know it's a real fucking issue not everybody knows how to handle it and we're just going to assume that that's what the deal is it's what we've been led to believe but what i'm getting at is just please respect the personal space don't you know try to fucking hit up people that have worked with kylie and whatever be like well what's the real i get it i get you want to know i want to know too But I'm not going to hit up the people I know who are close (laughs) with her and be like, hey, what the fuck happened? It's not for me to know. The only thing for me to know is what she chose to do right now. And then maybe down the road, I will see her again. So hashtag thank you, Kylie, because she's fucking awesome. And we'll get a little bit more into that here in a second. But Bodie, she
4: announced via her Patreon today. Yep. Go ahead. In her own words. In her own words, she said good morning. I'm truly sorry for the pain I've caused and miscommunication. I am currently unwell. I'm also sorry that I wasn't able to get this out before your monthly subscription charge. I wanted to take this time to say I'm no longer a professional wrestler and I'm currently taking a break from social media. It's been a very hard decision to make, but please understand when I am well, I will try to fulfill any obligations that I have missed during this time, most tears will not be able to be fulfilled. Please feel free to unsubscribe from this membership slash Patreon account. Thank you for our understanding, Heart.
3: Right, and that was, that was all we got, okay? And like I said, going back to that thing real quick, just respecting someone's space. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I guarantee you that you will never know what caused this. We will never know who shot Biggie, who shot Pac. Did <laughs> Kurt really kill himself? You're never going to know. And there's some shit in life you just have to fucking accept. And this this is one of them. I mean, she's already had an episode once with AEW. You know, girls on top of the world, man, about to get this massive push, about to be the face. Let's face it, because at the time, I mean, even still, if Kylie was in AEW, she would be the face of the women's division because she's that damn good. You know, she was about to get the we impact believe the impact knockouts championship. You know, I'm not going to speculate on to what it is. I'm, I'm almost maybe probably certain that it's, you know, maybe some mentally that is going on with her to where she's not comfortable doing what she's doing or doesn't feel good doing what she's doing, or she's really down with her on herself. I can't really speculate too much. You know, I just know that like, if it is something with mental health, man, like people just need to kind of step off a bit because it's, it's some for real, you don't know how these people are feeling. These people that you watch on TV are real fucking people too. You know, that you don't know what's going on in their daily lives or in their head that keeps them ticking. Like, as I alluded to earlier, you know, when I was a kid, I never would have thought in a million years that, you know, my rock and roll idol at the time would put a fucking shotgun in his mouth and blow his brains out. And I'm not saying that's anything akin to her situation, but You know, mental health injuries that could have caused that. You know, Bodhi, you've been involved in some stuff. You've had to deal (laughs) with stuff like that. So it's just it's not something to be taken lightly. So um, I'm going to shut up here for a second and let you guys kind of fucking go in the outer space with this one. And uh, Bodhi, go ahead.
4: Um, Yeah, I've dealt with uh, some things. You know, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit, and um, you know, it could be uh, from. I I do have stuff that I deal with, I take medication for um, because of head injuries I endured when I played football and did wrestling, shit like that, you know, and it caught up with me. And that's what it stems from, but it could stem from a lot of different things. But I noticed not long ago, you know, a few years ago, I was having anxiety when I didn't used to have anxiety, um, depression, bipolarism, you know, suicidal thoughts. It was terrible. It sucked, dude. It was the worst time ever because you don't want to do anything. And what happened was it led me to cancel shows. And you know me. You know how much I love playing, being out there, vibing with the crowd, vibing with uh, the bands, my friends. Dude, I didn't even want to do that. You know, like I've had, I had to cancel a handful of shows. And the thing that sucks is like one of them I canceled. It was like the day before. And I told uh, my buddies, you know, I told Jesse and I say, I was like, dude, I can't do it. Like, I'll give you more details later, but just let you know, I'm not doing well. So I know how it is. You know, I can totally relate to her. So yeah, give her, give her space. You know, if you have something stupid to say, don't say it. Cause you don't know what she's going through, but I can relate kind of like I saw it. I was telling you earlier, like you could kind of see it coming that, not in a bad way. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I was saying like, oh, no, I saw it coming. You know, not Right. sound right. like a dick or anything like that. But no, I went through it. So I knew what she was kind of going through. I, it might not be the same, but I had that anxiety depressing thing um, where it did lead me to cancel some shows. And I love playing music is my life, you know, um, and it sucks when you can't do something you love. Right. So, but yeah, I, I love her. Huge fan of hers. I hope she uh, gets what she needs and do it, and it does get better. So, Threaten?
1: I don't have any input. I'm a fan. You guys said everything that needed to be said, so I'm going to stay quiet on this
3: one. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Kylie, thank you. You're the, it, it's crazy, but do what you got to do for you. I know she was uh she just got engaged and or married. I don't know if they were actually married or not to Isaiah Velasquez. Uh do what you do, stay home with family, get right. If you choose yep. to come back, great. If you choose to not come back, that's fine too. Um it, you know, it is a crazy story because and I like I said, going back to I get where some fans are coming from that looked up to her that you know, maybe that was at the end of the, their shitty day, she was the answer, but guess what she has those shitty tastes too you know um, we're all fucking human in this shitty world yeah. uh it's just crazy because i hadn't seen a female performer blow up like like that like as organically you know to be uh, like a part and around that and to see her at all these shows whereas black label warrior freelance or zello or something you know or, and then aew and into impact, impact yeah now. And beyond, Crazy. it was like, dude, there was no doubt in my mind she was destined to be the, the top female performer probably in all of sports uh, and entertainment. I'm not going to say sports entertainment because that's for the <laughs> other fucking guys. But uh, maybe she just don't want that, you know? Who who knows? All I'm saying is personal space, let it be. And uh, thank you for all the fucking memories and all this. Thank everything you, Bradley. Thus far, so... It was fucking awesome. It was a wild ride, I, I dude. Uh, one match in particular that and it was kind of more recent they had Black Label with, against Warhorse. They did the fucking uh, oh, dude, dancing. yes, <laughs> and it, it was so great, dude. That it was, was great. It was it was everything you could want in a wrestling match. It was super. They did the Dirty Dancing end. So we said, yeah, we did the dirty. Yeah, dancing they did end? the scene from Dirty Dancing, and <laughs> the music started playing, and fucking Warhorse. Went up to like she was gonna jump in his arms, you know, like in dirty dancing. He spins her around and she went to jump on me, just body slammed.
4: Her. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, a power slam. It was the best. Yeah. It, it,
1: it was uh, great.
3: But then in, even afterwards, you know, they they shook hands and she put the vest on and was fucking headbanging. And uh smiley Kylie, dude. It's it, hey, I hope she can uh, keep maintain that oh, yeah. smile throughout whatever she's going through. Definitely. So uh yeah, that, that's a that pleasure to amazing. meet her and talk to her. Yeah, personally speaking, super awesome. It's a huge loss to uh, wrestling in general, but uh, women's wrestling as well. A huge loss to impact and uh, all her fans and everything. But, you know, only time will tell. We'll see what happens. And if not, then it was a good ride. True. Yeah. So let's get on the bright side of things, because as we end here, I'd like to thank everybody that's continued to support us and listen to us. Um That's you. follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure that you download episodes and rate and review wherever <laughs> you get them from. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those podcasting platforms. We're fucking plastered all over those walls. You can find us everywhere. Just search Juice Pro Wrestling. Leave those fucking reviews. They absolutely do help. And make sure you share them with your friends, like-minded individuals, people that you know, they like a little goofy shit. They like some fucking wrestling knowledge. They like some middle. They like all kinds of cool shit. That's what we provide is cool, fun. Maybe not so family-minded <laughs> entertainment, but it's entertainment. Uh, Oopsie. Yes. Um, and there's one more thing I want to pop here real quick Whoa. before we end. Whoa. So guess what, guys? I actually got to practice for the first time in damn near a year with my band Handsome Prick. Yeah. And guess what? We have a new album coming out. Yeah. It's called Plastic Baby Living Facility, and we got vinyl coming, and it's dropping on January 29th. I know it seems like forever, mm-hmm. but it's really not. We got pre-order details coming soon, and we just dropped a new single, a brand new fucking track for you guys. It's been a couple of years. It's called Bad Placenta, and it's on right now. Check it out. And until next time, wet I'm up, wet up, wet up, Wet em up. Wet I'm up. I'm so wet. So are you. Wet I'm up. <laughs> you fucking love us. Bad placenta. Rocket you going to do
5: sex to me? Santa Bucks are back at Meijer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or a fur real Mama Josie the Kangaroo for $49.99. And Meijer is now offering free pickup on orders of $50 or more. So we do the shopping and save you time during this busy holiday season. Enjoy the great deals at Meijer. Exclusions apply visit meyer.com
4: to get started. Hi, my name is Adam Reichert, co-host of the Talk Eastern Europe podcast. I'm sure you have heard about the country of Belarus, which has been dominating international news headlines and the massive protests and violence that broke out there. To understand this country better, we have prepared a special documentary podcast series called The Story of Belarus, the nation, its history, and a new hope. In this 10-episode documentary, We explore the country in greater detail. You can learn more by visiting
5: www.neweasterneurope.eu slash Belarus or listen anywhere you find podcasts.